Welcome back punters. Unfortunately today, just a split day. The daily tip of DeMar DeRozan under sailed home quite comfortably, but unfortunately we got hanging, left hanging by one bucket from D'Angelo Russell. The shots were there in a high paced game. I mean, he's not a great shooter, but all we needed him to do was go 9 of 21 and we would have got home. Anyway, we'll move on to tomorrow's slate. We do have a nine-game slate, but there is quite a few questionables and doubtfuls, so not as many lines as what we normally hope for here. These sort of, the, any days with six-plus, seven-plus games are generally when we can find value so Boston and Cleveland, we've got all sorts happening there. Kemba's out, Tatum's out, Drummond's out, Jalen Brown's doubtful, uh, Darius Garland is out, Gordon Haywood is doubtful, Tristan Thompson and Marcus Smart are both questionable, so there's no lines there. So we'll go straight into the second game, which is OKC at Detroit. OKC is favoured by 7.5. And the total is 216.5, which is the lowest on the board. Well, the Boston game's actually a point lower, but obviously no lines there. And OKC is on a back-to-back. -back. So Dennis Schroeder, 17.5. I don't mind that over. I'd be willing to have a look at that. Danilo Gallinari, 19.5. Sorry, Gallinari is questionable. And Brucey Brown is doubtful for Detroit. <clears throat> so, yeah, so back to the Schroeder one. Obviously not much uh, defense left at the guard position for Detroit. Gallinari is questionable, so I'll sit that one out. Stephen Adams uh, is 11 and a half. I'd like to take a look at that over. It was bad with Drummond there, but it's even worse with him gone. Shea Gilgis Alexander, he's 19 and a half. We've got him projected slightly under. Um, potentially look at an over there, but that would be about right. Uh, Chris Paul, 19 and a half. Back to back does make me think under but the fact that Detroit's defense is so bad I'd probably just sit that one out so next up is Indiana at Milwaukee Milwaukee are favored by 11 and the total is 222 uh, Victor Oladipo is questionable again and I say again because he was questionable last game and missed that one Wes Matthews, six and a half. Yeah, I'm not willing to get involved in that. Brookie Lopez, 11 and a half. We've got him projected slightly under. Um, I'll have a closer look at that. The Turner defense to be able to get out on the perimeter and guard Lopez. There's some potential for an under there. Miles Turner himself, 11 and a half. That seems about right. 
Eric Bledsoe, 13 and a half. He's been pretty average the last couple of day games, so we've had a bit of a points drop there, but against the Indiana defense, going up against Brogdon, I would lean more so to sit that one out. Malcolm Brogdon himself is 16 and a half. I'd only want to look at that if Oladipo is definitely ruled out. Chris Middleton, 19 and a half. He's been on fire lately, but a 19 and a half is still probably about right for him. DeMontis Sabonis, 18 and a half. I'd like to look at that. I assume he's going up against Giannis at the four there. And I'd imagine that Giannis should be able to slow him down a little. Giannis himself, 29 and a half. Um, too high a line to take the over, but not uh, willing to take the under. Next is Utah at New York. Utah are favoured by seven and a half, and the total is 220. Uh, Mitchie Robinson and Kevin Knox are questionable for this one. And Reggie Bullock is probable. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. is also still injured for one more game. Royce O'Neill, six and a half. I'll leave that alone. Joe Ingles, eight and a half. Um, I potentially consider an over there, but obviously he's been struggling when Conley plays, whether he starts or comes off the bench. Jordan Clarkson, 14 and a half. Um, that has dropped a point. I'd like to investigate that one further. Might get a few more minutes and shots if it's a blowout. Bojan Bogdanovic, 18 and a half. That's also dropped a little bit. So I'd like to have a closer look at that. Uh, same goes with Conley at 14 and a half. Uh, Alfred Payton, 10 and a half. That has dropped down by one point. I would probably still sit that out though against the Utah defense. Don Mitchell, 23 and a half. Seems about right. Actually, I'd still look at the over there. Julius Randle, 20 and a half. It'd be interesting to see. I He may move to centre. No, actually, he probably wouldn't. We're going to get Portis or somebody else if Robinson is out. Well, Robinson's not starting at centre anyway, so we're still going to get Taj Gibson there. Uh, Randall could potentially take advantage of Bojan Bogdanovic at the four, so I would have a bit of a closer look at that, but from memory, he doesn't quite get enough shots up to warrant taking an over at 20 and a half. And Rudy Gobert is at 15 and a half, which just seems about right. Next is Orlando at Miami. Miami is favored by seven and a half and a total of 219. Quite a lot of low totals in these games today. So we should really be concentrating on some under bets here. For 
Orlando. Aaron Gordon is questionable, as is Gary Clark. And for Miami, uh, Tyler Hero and Myers Leonard are still to miss one game. Duncan Robinson, 12 and a half. Uh, that's dropped a point. Uh, I've mentioned, every time I mention his name, it's basically he gets up 10 threes a game. If he makes them, he goes over. If he doesn't, he go under. Um, yeah, I might look into it a little bit further with the point drop, but I wouldn't feel overly confident about it as yet. Kendrick Nunn, 15 and a half. That seems about right. Markel Fultz, 12 and a half. Uh, I'd potentially look at an under there. The Miami defense. Evan Fournier, 19 and a half. I'd also have a bit of a squeeze at an under there. Goran Dragic, 15 and a half. That's had a one point drop after we took advantage of the 16 and a half last game. This one will sit it out. Nikola Vucevic, 20 and a half. Um, I would have liked an extra point there after he smashed through that last game. If I can find a 21 and a half, I'd be pretty interested. I think up against the BAM defense should keep him in check. Jimmy Butler, 19 and a half. Uh, that has come down a point, but I think I would just sit that out. The Orlando defense isn't anywhere near as good as what it was with Isaac. Bam. I've got listed 21 and a half, but that seems incorrect. Let's have a look. Bam, at a bio. That should be 15 and a half. Uh, now that I am interested in having a look at the over. Next up, Memphis at Brooklyn. Brooklyn is on a back-to-back. -back. They are favoured by two. And the total is 225. Nothing to report on the injury side of things for either team. Joe Harris, 12 and a half. Little bit of a make or miss guy, Harris. The shots were there um, a couple of weeks ago. I think they may have fallen off a little bit, but I'll still look into an over there. Torian Prince uh, is in the same boat as those guys, down at 11 and a half. That is getting into the vicinity of wanting to investigate further. Jarrett Allen, eight and a half. Yeah, you'd think he'd go over against the lack of center defense at Memphis, but he, they just don't feature him on offense that way. Where he's going to get shots, extra shots against poorer defenses, it doesn't really seem to change for Allen. He, probably, he gets more opportunity when he's not getting taken advantage of on the defensive end. Uh, but Jonas Valanciunas may just eat him up. So that was basically a long way of saying 
no. Dylan Brooks, 19 and a half. Um, yeah, another very uh, high volume shot guy. Whether they go in or not is another thing. 19 and a half years up there. If Brooklyn weren't on a back-to-back, I'd probably look at it a bit he- um, bit, bit more into it. Jamarant, 19 and a half. That seems about right. Karis Levert, after his massive 51-point outing today, has risen up to 21 and a half. Um, yeah, there's probably just not enough decent defense on Memphis to take advantage of that line rise. Spencer Dimwitty, 21 and a half, seems about right. And Jonas Valanciunas, 16 and a half. We got left hanging last game. This game should be a bit closer. Well, the Atlanta game was supposed to be close as well. I'd love a 15 and a half there, but I may go back to the well on JV in this situation. Next is Chicago at Minnesota. Minnesota are on a back-to-back. And they are favoured by four and a half. Total is 225 and a half. For Chicago, Larry Markin is questionable. Chandler Hutchinson is out. Uh, Minnesota, D'Angelo Russell is probable. And we know that uh, Zach Levine is out now for a week or so for Chicago. So no lines listed for the Chicago guys. Josh Kogi, 10 and a half. Yeah, maybe. We've got him projected under fairly heavily, but just under eight and a half points. So I'll investigate that further, but the Chicago defense doesn't get me very excited about taking the under there. Juancho Hernan Gomez is at 12 and a half, seems about right. Beasley is at 18 and a half. That I would investigate into further. Naz Reed, 11 and a half. Would have been nice. He had a good game today, so it would have been nice to have had the line from yesterday for today. As centers put up numbers against Chicago, I'll have a look at it. But the uh, line rise takes a bit of the shine off it. And D'Angelo Russell is 24 and a half. Um, being a back-to-back, I would probably sit that out. Next is New Orleans at Dallas. New Orleans are on a back-to-back. Zion is playing, uh, as is Kristaps Porzingis. JJ Barea is questionable, as is Kenrich Williams and Seth Curry. Dallas are favoured by six and a total of 236, which is the second highest on the board. Dorian Finney-Smith is nine and a half. Uh, yeah, I might look at an under there, potentially. Um, 
With those couple of bench guys questionable, he might get a bit more run. Uh, hard to say. Actually, there's a 10.5 out there. That I'll definitely explore. Uh, Derek Favors, 8.5, not against Paul Zingas. Tim Hardaway Jr., 17.5. That seems about right. Lonzo Balls, 11.5. That came off a great game today. Uh, but he has been very hot cold with just his attempts, let alone his shooting. Drew Holiday, 19 and a half. Uh, that seems about right. As does Brandon Ingram at 22 and a half. Paul Zingas, 23 and a half. It seems a bit high. Uh, although New Orleans are on a back-to-back, -back, I would consider the under there. Zion's at 24 and a half. He's playing, so I think he's good to go. There's no forward that's going to be able to stop Zion's, so I consider looking at it over there, and that has dropped down a point. And Luka Doncic is at 29 and a half. Obviously, anything over 25 and a half or 25 and a half and over, we very rarely take an over bet. Uh, so I'd only lean towards the under, but more so. We're just probably going to sit that out. Last game is Washington at Portland. Dame Lillard is back and Thomas Bryant is doubtful. The Trailblazers are favoured by 7.5 and, and the highest total on the board of 239.5. And unfortunately, there's no lines for the Portland guys. I guess they want to be sure that Dame is playing. So Shabazz Napier's nine and a half. I would consider looking at an over there, especially if Dame's back. Rui Hachimura, 14 and a half. Seems a little high. Obviously, Carmelo's defense is not going to worry him, but that does seem a touch high still. Davis Bertans, 14 and a half. Uh, make or miss type of guy. I'd imagine Ariza's going to be the one chasing him around. And Bradley Beal, 34 and a half. Uh, just echo the comments that I made about Luka Doncic. All right, guys, small slate tomorrow. But we'll be back to preview that. In the meantime, you can download our app, PlayerLine Pro, and have our tips sent directly to your phone. You can check us out over at playerlinepro.com and follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at PlayerLine Pro. I'll talk to you tomorrow.